From the Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen Center for Media Evangelization in Ewing, New Jersey, welcome to Come to Me with Jim Manfredonia. Stay tuned for an hour of talk, reflections, and meditations on topics that are important to today's Catholics. And now, here's your host, Jim Manfredonia. Well, a very good day to you, my friends. Welcome once again to Come To Me. My name is Jim Manfredonia, and as I tell you every day, every time we're together anyway, it is a great joy to be here with you, as the Lord allows us this time, every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, live at 4 p.m. on these domestic church media stations. And, of course, the program repeats each of those days, 10 p.m. later on that night. And uh, I do hear from... uh, some of you who do listen to those rebroadcasts, that's when you can listen to the program because some people are working still at this time or have other obligations. But I am happy you're here on this Tuesday, March 3rd, and uh, marching forth. <laughs> I'm marching ahead through the month of March, uh, looking forward to being uh, with you during this beautiful season of Lent. And then, of course, as we begin the month of April, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd, we are going to have our 2020 annual spring radiothon and we're looking forward to that it's always a lot of fun always a lot of excitement uh, and uh, we've been praying and I've placed the radiothon this year as we have in years past under the patronage of good Saint Joseph this being his month and um, we're praying for his intercession praying for success praying that hearts are open uh, to supporting this work because we do need uh, Catholic radio Catholic media uh, today, uh, more than ever, to really get out there. And, you know, w- with uh, the availability of all the various platforms that we have available to us, the streaming audio and the mobile apps and the Amazon and and uh, uh, Alexa device, the Google Home device, we're on a level playing field with all the big boys up there. So, you know, you, whether you're listening to a 50,000-watt radio station or us, uh, when you listen on those devices, we're on an e- equal playing field. So we're right there with them. And it's important that we get the gospel proclaimed. That's why we exist. That's why we're here. Now, today, as I do uh, most Tuesdays, sharing with you some of our Holy Father's teachings from over the weekend, um, he, in his Angelus message on Sunday, uh, was talking about never dialoguing with the devil. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess he said that between sneezes and coughs, which, by the way, the, the Vatican confirmed today that the Holy Father does not have the coronavirus. He has a simple cold. So, there, you know, you see a lot of media reports of you know, Pope Francis blowing his nose and coughing. He, he has a cold, does not have the coronavirus, they, the Vatican has reported. So no need to worry. We still pray for him. He's 83 years old and um, want to pray for his good health. Uh, and then also a few other things we'll talk about, because uh, we had a wonderful time Saturday at the um, annual Catholic Men for Jesus Christ conference over there at St. Mary's in Middletown. Uh, Cheryl and I were there on Saturday and had a wonderful time. Talk a little bit about that. But first, we're going to pray, my friends. And uh, as we do each time we gather, we start our time in prayer. And I invite you uh, to join me and all of our domestic church media family in prayer. And well, yesterday, Bruce and I were saying after the program, uh, so many um, um, texts coming in, prayer requests, and uh, so happy about that because, you know, they're just, it's an opportunity for us here to be united with you, our, our domestic church media family, in a special way, especially those of you who are asking for prayer. 
Um, and um, so thank you for that. And, and we, we look forward to, uh, Bruce looks forward to praying with you again on the third Monday of this month. And then, of course, he and I will be uh, sitting in the uh, seats here for the Radiothon and uh, the first, second, and third of, of April. Uh, Bruce has been a great blessing to us, as has Linda, his wife, a great blessing to the apostolate. And so we thank you for uh, yesterday participating in his program uh, so so well. There are so many of you. We didn't get to all of them, all the prayer requests, unfortunately. But Bruce does get to them off air. He does take those prayer requests to uh, his time in adoration when he and Linda go to uh, the uh, Blessed Sacrament Shrine in Raritan, New Jersey, where they pray. And they take your intentions there. So we were, be, be assured that if you called in and didn't get on the air or if you sent us something, that those prayer requests uh, are in good hands with Bruce and Linda, and they take them in prayer themselves until next time they come back. We're going to pray right now, my friends, and so I invite you to join me. And we're praying for, as I said, throughout this month for the Radiothon. This is our major fundraiser every year. Uh, I've been encouraged often to have more than one of them and I, uh, per year, and I, I really don't want to do that. I, I'd, I'd rather just have one when we have it, usually the, the week before Holy Week. Um, and uh, you've been so, so um, uh, gra- uh, um, uh, generous with us. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, generous with us over the past number of years now. Last year was the best Radiothon to date. Uh, we raised about $165,000, I think, last uh, spring, and we're hoping we can beat that record this year because expenses increase and costs increase, and we have to really do whatever we can to keep moving forward, to keep domestic church media growing so that we can use all the means of communications that the Lord allows us to use to proclaim the gospel, to get the word out. As Jesus said, go out into the whole world, and that's what we do here at Domestic Church Media, we do go out into the whole world because with all the technology now, we're covering the globe, and you make that possible. So we're praying, first of all, putting it under the patronage of St. Joseph, and so we'll pray the, the Memorare of St. Joseph. And then this beautiful prayer that Mother Angelica composed, and it's a prayer uh, for an outpouring of funds. And this is not to be greedy, my brothers and sisters. This is just of necessity. We can't do any of this without you. We thank all of you who continually and regularly support us. Um, Some of you, a good number of you on a monthly basis, and others who, when you can, we thank you for that. We know that the season of Lent is a season of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And we pray that you will make Domestic Church Media a recipient of your Lenten almsgiving, especially the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of April, as uh, it'll still be Holy Week, uh, still be Lent. It's a week before Holy Week. And, um, just praying that we can we can beat last year's record of 165, because we do need it. And uh, you know we have very 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 many generous donors. As I said, you know we, if you're watching, uh, you're seeing this brand new control board here in the main studio that we have. And if if, you, if we went back and got images of this studio, maybe three years ago, where the walls were black and and peeling, and and uh, the old control board and the lighting was. Dim, uh, it's like it is night and day, and that's through the generosity of uh, one of our board members who every year has helped us to um, improve here in the main studio. But again, just the normal operating costs, just what we normally need to get by. We count on you, friends, and so we thank you for that. So let's pray 
that hearts are open to our needs and that people do respond. So we'll first pray to the memorari to St. Joseph, but also, my friends, we are making this a special intention of ours this month. But I, I certainly invite you, encourage you uh, to include in this prayer to St. Joseph, the memorari, your special intentions, whatever they are. Um, we're still praying for our friend Maria. We're praying for the miracle. Um, and ask you please to keep that in prayer. But all of your intentions, my friends, we're going to go to good St. Joseph now, and I invite you to raise up your special prayer intentions as well. So let's all now begin as we begin all good things in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most illustrious patriarch St. Joseph, on the testimony of St. Teresa, thy devoted client, never hath it been heard that anyone who has invoked thy protection or sought thy mediation has not obtained relief. In this confidence we come before thee, our loving protector, chaste spouse of Mary, foster father of the Savior of men, and dispenser of the treasures of his sacred heart. Despise not our earnest prayers, but graciously hear and obtain our petitions. And here, my friends, again, please raise up your special intentions, praying for the intercession of St. Joseph through this memorari, and ask you please to join me in praying for our Radiothon, that all the people who are volunteering, all the people who will participate, all the people who will donate, everyone is protected and, and kept safe and inspired to be as generous as their means will allow. O God, who by thine ineffable providence did vouchsafe to choose blessed Joseph for the spouse of thy most holy mother, grant we beseech thee that he whom we venerate as our protector on earth may be our intercessor in heaven, who livest and reignest forever and ever. Amen. And let's pray this prayer, if you would, please, friends. Just join me in, in praying uh, in your heart this prayer that Mother Angelica composed and um, composed for a, a, a prayer for an outpouring of funds. Um, as you know, EWTN operates the same way we do on Divine Providence, the generosity of their family of viewers and listeners. And we do it on a smaller scale. Uh, I think their budget is about $2 million a month. Ours is about 25000 a month. But still, we can't do any of this without someone donating that. So we're praying this prayer that Mother composed and uh, also placing it under her loving uh, patronage as well. We pray, Lord, we ask that you bestow upon us the funds so that we may continue to know and love and serve you. You know your enemy is after us and after your work so that it might fail. Lord, we ask that you help us, that you will give us the peace and the joy that comes from total trust in your loving providence. We place this in your hands. You know what we need. You know what it costs to sustain us every day, every week, every month. Bless us with your bountiful generosity. We ask this in the name of the Father, and in Jesus' name, amen. And our prayers now, my friends, to St. Michael the Archangel and also the Subtum Presidium prayer. Both prayers, Holy Father Pope Francis uh, encouraged Catholics to pray, oh, about a year and a half ago now, but specifically to pray these prayers to protect the Church from the attacks of the devil. And so we pray, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. 
Amen. We fly to thy protection, Holy Mother of God. Do not despise our petitions and our necessities, but deliver us always from all dangers, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. And we pray, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, we love you. Pray for us. Venerable Archbishop Sheen, pray for us. Saint Pope John Paul II, pray for us. Our Lady of Good Remedy, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Well, again, my friends, I thank you for praying. And and, uh, if you would, please continue to pray for the apostolate throughout this month uh, as we approach our Radiothon. it's just uh, just so important that we, we, we make this the most successful one yet. And we count on hearts to be open to supporting us. And uh, just in whatever way the Lord inspires you and encourages you, never want you to go beyond your means. But sometimes the Lord asks you to go that little extra dollar here or there that you know you could spend, you know you could donate and, and uh, just be a little bit more generous because... We need this work. You know, we, we see this world that is enveloped in darkness in so many areas. Uh, and we need to proclaim the gospel. We need to bring that light of Christ out into the world. And, you know, we have all these ways. As I mentioned a few earlier, and as you know, we have a, a network of radio stations here in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Um, but also streaming live on our from our website at domesticchurchmedia.org 24-7. You can get us. If you have our free mobile app, and I do pray you download that app, um, because it has so much more than just what we offer here at Domestic Church Media. We have everything, not everything, but a good number of things you need uh, for your spiritual uh, edification throughout the week, uh, like the daily mass readings, like morning prayer, evening prayer, night prayer, uh, the Bible, the catechism, it's all on there. Uh, very uh, orthodox periodicals like the uh, Our Sunday Visitor, uh, the um, Catholic News Agency is on there, the National Catholic Register is on there, the Vatican's website is on there. We have it all. You know, these are things that you would need individual apps for. But if you download the free Domestic Church Media mobile app for your mobile device, you won't need any of those. Just go right to our app and get everything. Plus, you get our streaming audio, you get our video, you get all, if, you're, if, you're, if you have our free app, uh, you could watch us right now on YouTube. That's on there, watching us right on our app, on our Facebook page, on our homepage where we're streaming video right now. Um, so please uh, do that. You can listen that way. And, of course, if you have the Amazon Echo or the Google Home devices, all you have to do is say play Domestic Church Media, and we stream live audio there as well. And, uh, again, I do receive correspondence, emails, notes um, from people in other parts of the world who listen and watch uh, these programs. And of course, we also archive our local programs too, my friends. I spent just this morning uh, updating everything. So we're pretty much all up to date right now on all of our programs. If you go to domesticchurchmedia.org and click on the listen um, button, there's all of our archive programs, programs like the one you just heard, uh, Just Be You with uh, Father Jason and, and Coach McKenna. This program is archived. So is Cheryl's music program archived there now as, as we go through those programs. Uh, Talking Catholic, La Voz de Dios from the Archdiocese of Philadelphia. Friday Live is on there. All of our lo- locally produced programs are archived on our um, website and also on our mobile app. You can listen to them. So uh, 
we're going to keep doing everything we possibly can to build up this apostolate to reach as many people as possible. It's so important, my brothers and sisters, and we thank you so much. And as I said, you know, we were, Cheryl and I were at the men's conference on Saturday over at St. Mary uh, Mother of God Church in Middletown. Um, got a chance to meet so many of, of you uh, who were there. We were so grateful for that. Our friend Eileen was helping us out at the table uh, and also uh, saw some other dear friends who were there. Um, and we thank you. Uh, thank you for your kind words and, uh, and your support. And it's just, again, you know, as, as the church here on earth and members of this body of Christ, we are called to build up. You know, our theme for the Radiothon this year is we are one body. I'm really stressing unity. I want to stress that we build up the body of Christ. We build up our church uh, because the devil would love to divide and conquer. The devil would love to destroy. The devil tears down. The devil gossips. The devil calumniates. The devil uh, detracts from individuals so that we can pit one against the other. That's not what we're about. We're all in this together. We're all, as members of this Catholic Church, we're members of the one body of Christ. And we want to build it up here on earth. So that's, that's the theme of our, our Radiothon this year. We are one body. And we want to build up every means and way possible to proclaim the love of Jesus to help people encounter Christ. There's nothing more than that. And we have the means. We have the ways. We need you to help us. Uh, next, no, it's this coming Sunday. My goodness, where's the time going? This coming Sunday, Sharon and I are flying down to EWTN. We've been invited down by the network um, to be guests on At Home with Jim and Joy. Um, and that pro those two programs, they'll air next week on Wednesday and Friday, the, the 11th and the 13th at 1 p.m. Uh, but we're going down Sunday night and, and recording the programs on Monday. We'll be back Tuesday. Um, but also some other discussions that um, I'm going to have with some people down there about some thoughts that I have. <laughs> Anybody who's interested in listening to my thoughts or some vision I have for domestic church media uh, while we're down there. So... Keep that in prayer as well. You know, I, I know uh, I've been doing this now. This is my 25th year in, in uh, Catholic radio, Catholic media. Um, been doing it a long time. Uh, I just turned 65 in December, but I'm not ready to retire. As long as the Lord gives me the ability to, to get behind this mic and do what I do, I'll be doing it. Uh, because I just uh, have had this vision for so many years and inspired by Mother Angelica herself who gave me the commission to do this, was Mother herself who told me to do this, in a sense. And when I met her that first time, and when I met her subsequently, uh, Mother, it's her inspiration to be part of her network and also to do whatever we can. So keep that in prayer. There's some things that have been on my heart for a few years that I, I, I want to talk about with some of our friends down at the network and um, just to just continue to move forward, to build up, and to, in whatever way we can, uh, proclaim the gospel message. You know, the best way to do that, too, my brothers and sisters, we were talking about this yesterday, Bruce and I and some other friends who were here. Uh, we have to be joyful in our, in our, how we live our faith. <laughs> Pope Francis said, one of the first things he said when he became our Holy Father, how he, he, he gets disturbed by people who leave Mass looking like pickled peppers, you know, and... Um, we have to be joyful. Look at what we have. 
Look at the great gift that we have in our faith, the great hope of salvation that Christ brings us. And, and how could we not be, be smiling? How could we not be joyful, even amidst all the, the nonsense and the, and the uh, things that happen in this world? We know that there's a world beyond this that's eternal. And if we live our life as Christ showed us how to live, and if we accept his salvation and mercy, uh, what awaits us is beyond human understanding. That's how great that is. And, and so we want to be joyful. You know, we want to live a joyful life. You know, one of the things I remember our dear friend, Father Andrew, apostoly, God rest his soul, who was the vice postulator of the cause for canonization of Bishop Sheen, said that one of the first, when, when they opened the cause for canonization for an individual, one of the first things they look for is, was this person a joyful person, which is a gift of the Holy Spirit, the gift of joy. Was this person a joyful spirit, a joyful person when he or she walked the earth? Because if you have Jesus, you can't help but be joyful. So anyway, let's 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 move on. I I, I uh, have a couple of things here, and um, let me see where we go here. Oh, the um, the Holy Father, because of his cold, it's not the coronavirus. They verified the Vatican verified today that it was just a simple common cold. Um, he didn't go on the uh, annual retreat, so he's. Um, kind of doing it from his, his little apartment there um, through video or something. Um, but last Friday, he did, he did have Holy Mass uh, at the Casa Santa Marta. And he invited those. I think this is a great teaching. He invited those who were attending the Mass and invites you right now as I share his homily with you uh, to remember those who accompany us in life as in a family. His central theme on Friday uh, was the theme of the family, which he said is not only made up of father, mother, brothers, uncles, and grandparents, but also the larger family of those who accompany us on the path of life for some time at the workplace or at studies. You know, um, uh, my, uh, my, my best and oldest friend, friend who I've been friends with for the longest, uh, and still, I still am, we're still good friends. Um, is like a brother, really. So he, he, not blood family, but certainly like family. This is what the Holy Father is saying. Um, he was taking his cue from a retiring Casa Santa Marta employee who was there at the Mass. Uh, her name was Patrizia. And the Holy Father compared Casa Santa Marta, um, where she lives, to a large family made up of people who accompany us on the path of life. They work there every day with dedication and care, um, and, you know, you've had that too, right? You had maybe co-workers. Uh, you know, when you work with somebody, sometimes you're with that co-worker more than you're with your own family uh, in the course of the week, right? And you certainly develop relationship. You have, you know, friendship. And, and uh, so they become like family. Um, and the Holy Father was remembering this individual who was leaving after 40 years of service said that it was good uh, to those at Casa Santa Marta to think of themselves in a family that accompanies similarly those not belonging to Casa Santa Marta uh, should uh, think of their neighbors, friends, and colleagues at work or study as family as well. 
He said, the Lord wants us to be in company, to not be alone. Uh, he does not want us to be selfish and selfish, because selfishness is a sin. You know, remember that we heard the story of creation um, Sunday, and uh, after God created Adam, he said himself, it is not good for man to be alone. We are social creatures. And, of course, in that sense, he gave man, Adam, a lifelong partner in, in, in complimented um, the complementarity of uh, a woman, of man, Eve, uh, and that teaches us that, that is the way God intended it to be, male and female. That's how he made us. There's no, other, there's no other gender. He made us male and female. Read the Bible. Um, and you, you can think you are what you are, but you are either male or female. That's how you're made. Uh, and uh, God taught us through the creation of Adam and Eve uh, and the complementarity of each of the sexes, that uh, there's a purpose and a reason for how we are made, and that is to procreate and bring forth others to be fertile and multiply. Um, but he doesn't want us to be alone. And uh, the Holy Father recalled the generosity of the many colleagues at the workplace who take care of those who fall ill. And he again, he was just a kind of, of, of reminiscing for this uh, individual who was retiring and just saying how when you work in a, that way and so closely, you do become like family. And we should appreciate those who God puts in our path to accompany us in life. Think about your own life. You know, some individuals come into our life and they're just there for a little bit. There are others who are there for, you know, maybe a few years. And then there are others who are with us for the long haul in many ways. But there's a reason and a purpose that God allows each individual to come into our lives. I, there's, there's, there's an order to it. There's a reason for it. And then, you know, the, you have situations where, for whatever reason, the, the relationship becomes fractured, perhaps. But still, that relationship served a purpose at, at the point that it existed and for whatever length the relationship existed. In God's plan, um, the Holy Father said it would be good for us to uh, gratefully remember those who accompanied us on the path of life and also in gratitude to God, thanking him for not leaving us alone. He noted that there are always problems where there are people, including there at the uh, Casa Santa Marta, one prays and chats, and sometimes he said also sins against charity. Well, you have fights with your family, right? I don't think there's any family alive that hasn't had uh, disputes uh, among and within the family unit. And we've had fights with uh, friends and coworkers, um, and it hopefully you can resolve it. But maybe the, a fracture took place and each person went his or her own way. But there still was a purpose for that relationship at the time. You know, I can think back to my youth and think about individuals who, with whom I was friends as a, a tween or a teenager, uh, people I probably haven't seen for years and years now, but at the time, they were there, and you know, I would draw from each individual certain characteristics or, or things about that person that I liked that I would take on as my own, whether, whether it be a, tip, a certain type of sense of humor or... Um, 
a particular um, interest in, in a hobby or something or a sport, uh, that that has long lived on, but the individual has you know long been out of my life. We all have relationships like that. And there is a reason for that. There's God allows it. And the Holy Father is saying, thank God for those who have accompanied us in this life. Some who have been with us for the long haul, some who have only been with us for a little bit of time along the way. Some come and go. <laughs> there are some, some, you know, who were with us and then they leave, they come back. But they all have a purpose. And um, Holy Father said, sin, patience, and apology for failings are all in the family. And uh, he was talking about this individual, this worker who was leaving the uh, Casa Santa Marta. And he said, this is an opportunity to remember, thank, and apologize to all those who accompany us. He urged us all to do uh, our own, do that in our own situations. And again, you know, you may have had uh, times within your family, uh, within your work relationships, your your even your parish relationships. You know, uh, you know, for, for someone who's done parish work or married to someone who's been doing parish work for many many years, there are always going to be difficult situations and difficult individuals at times that you have to work things out. But again, God allows it for a reason. God puts these people in our life for a reason and a purpose to accompany us along this life and along the way of our life to grow, to help us to grow, to help us maybe to learn patience, (laughs) to help us to whatever way God intended to be. There is a reason and a purpose. So Holy Father said, Think about those things and thank God for the people who have been in our life along the way. Now, when we come back, I do want to go to Holy Father's Angelus message from Sunday where he said, never dialogue with the devil. So get to that when we come back. Don't go away, friends. More to come on Come to Me. Answers Live, the program where you participate with your questions about apologetics and evangelization. The question I was wondering about, could you talk a little bit about the authority of the Jewish leaders before Christ? I'm a convert to the church. One of the things that is biggest with this friend of mine is we should not have to confess sins to a priest. Everyone has questions. Catholics have answers. Catholic Answers Live, weeknights at 6, right here where you are family. Domestic Church Catholic Radio. Want to work a virtual miracle for your church or charity? Here's something so brilliant yet so simple and meaningful, you have to check it out. It's an internet site called GoodShop.com. GoodShop.com has created a way that lets you support any charity of your choice, and it costs you nothing. The good news is 700 of the largest internet retailers, stores you already visit online, have teamed up with GoodShop.com to give back a percentage of every purchase you make to your favorite cause. Before you buy anything online, go 
to goodshop.com, select the charity you care about most, and then click over to your favorite store. Shop as you normally would, pay nothing extra, and a donation will be made to your favorite charity. It's that easy. Visit goodshop.com today and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity, and a portion of your internet purchase will be donated to Domestic Church Media and enable us to continue to bring you outstanding Catholic radio. That's goodshop.com and designate Domestic Church Media as your favorite charity. Goodshop.com. 60 Seconds with Archbishop Fulton J. Sheen. How does God know? Well, God does not know the way we know. We know by looking at things. God knows by looking at himself. We can get a faint idea of the way God knows from an architect. Before an architect puts up a building, he can tell you if he is the designer, the size of the building, its dimensions, the location of each room, its height, the number of elevators it will have, and so forth. How does he know all of this before the building is built? Because he is the designer of the becoming of the building. Now, God is a cause, too. But God is not just a cause of the becoming of the universe. He's the cause of the very being of the universe. The people you know and trust are on EWTN. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Jim. And we invite you to join us every Friday at 4 p.m. for Friday Live. Two hours of talk, music, interesting, and informative interviews. We'll also have a reflection on Sunday's Gospel, Jim Hoffman's weekend weather forecast, and you'll have a chance to call in and play one of our fun game shows like Saint of the Day or Name That Catholic Tune. It all happens right here Friday at 4 p.m. That's Friday Live, proclaiming the joy of the gospel, communicating hope, on these domestic church media stations. From Bristol to Browns Mills. Shrewsbury to Solbury. Silverdale to Seagirt. Southampton to Seaside Heights. From Lawrenceville to Leonardo. Proclaiming the joy of the gospel on Domestic Church Catholic Radio. Welcome back, and in just a moment, we're going to go to Pope Francis's Angelus message from Sunday, Never Dialogue with the Devil. But before we do that, I'm going to share with you a few of the events that are taking place in our area. And, uh, you know, I looked at the calendar here on our bulletin board. It's domesticchurchmedia.org, and then go to the bulletin board link. And I'm looking at the March calendar, and I see there's a lot of things posted. So if you are looking for um, uh, something special, different, unique uh, to um, help you during this Lenten season spiritually, there's a lot going on. And I, I you know, I, of course, I wasn't with you uh, yesterday, but um, there is a parish mission that is occurring right now at St. Justin Martyr uh, Parish down in Tom's River. 
Um, it began uh, yesterday. Uh, no, I'm sorry, March 1st, Sunday. And it runs through tomorrow. So, um, of course, I wasn't with you uh, those days, so I couldn't get it out to you. But it, it, it um, I guess it's the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. And boy, you know, they give a great mission. Um, but it is still this evening and tomorrow evening, um, 7.30 p.m. tonight and tomorrow. The theme is Blind Bartimaeus, that they may see. Eucharistic adoration will be held each evening, along with Eucharistic um, adoration will be a talk. I guess now tonight is Tuesday, right? Tuesday night, the Sacrament of Reconciliation, and tomorrow night, a Eucharistic healing, healing procession. So there's still time. You didn't, and if you didn't know about it, you didn't get to the first two days. You still can go tonight at seven thirty, tonight and tomorrow night. The Franciscan Friars of Renewal at Saint Justin Martyr Parish, and that's at nine seven five Fisher Boulevard in Tom's River. So if you're over in the Tom's River area again tonight, it's raining out. You know what are you going to do? It's Super Tuesday. Go spend some time in church <laughs> and have a Super Tuesday that way. Uh, confessions tonight. That's a super way to celebrate your Tuesday. Go to confession. And then tomorrow, uh, there's going to be Eucharistic healing procession. So that's a St. Justin Martyr. Uh, and they're at 975 Fisher Boulevard in Tom's River. Um, this coming Friday, and I mentioned to you that we, I was at the, we were at the Catholic Men for Jesus Christ um, conference on Saturday at St. Mary, Mother of God Parish. Father Jeff Kegley is the pastor over there, and he was one of our guests on Friday's program. And boy, does he have a wonderful parish. And Cheryl and I were so impressed. We hadn't been there in a while. But all the things that are going on and um, all the things that Father Jeff does for his people. Uh, this coming uh, Friday, March 6th, 7.30 p.m., there, they're going to have their uh, charismatic healing mass. And uh, Father Jeff says amazing, amazing things are happening at the first Friday healing masses at St. Mary's in Middletown. So it all starts at 7.30 this coming Friday, March 6th. And everybody is welcome, uh, charismatic healing mass. And, you know, we were, they have perpetual adoration there at St. Mary's, and we were asking Father Jeff um, about that, and he 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 says that there have literally been physical miracles uh, at that adoration chapel. So it's a very holy parish, and Father Jeff is a great priest and a holy priest. Um, so if you'd like, my friends, I encourage you March sixth, this coming Friday, seven thirty p.m., get over to Mary Mother of God Church in Middletown, New Jersey. That's over in Monmouth County. For those of you who aren't familiar, uh, nineteen Cherry Tree Farm Road in Middletown. Uh, it takes about an hour. For, took, we were here for the station, and it took us about an hour to drive over there from here in, in uh, the Trenton area. But certainly well worth it. Um, so that's that's another consideration. If uh, you have, <clears throat> let me say one more thing before we move on here. Uh, okay, there's there really is so much going on. Um. There's missions galore. I'll tell you what, I'll just direct, just go to our website, domesticchurchmedia.org. When you get there, click on the bulletin board link, and then on the left-hand side of the page, there's a calendar, and anywhere uh, on the calendar, March will come up. You can actually go, you can scroll through the months as, as you like, but March is the first thing that comes up because it is the month, month of March. Any of the dates that has a little circle on it means there are events posted for that date. 
and you'll see there's a lot going on. Um, and it's a great way, especially if you're looking for something during your Lenten uh, spiritual activity uh, to do. And with parish missions, and I'm sure there are penance services and special masses. Uh, it's a great thing, my friends. And it's all here. And if you have an event that you would like uh, posted, when you go to that page, there's an event form. Just fill it out, submit it, and we'll get it on our calendar. I can't promise I'll announce every one of them. But uh, people do go to this page, and it's a great way to see what's going on and to, to plan for your Lenten spiritual exercises. Uh, so check it out. Go to domesticchurchmedia.org, click on the bulletin board link, and you will see uh, all the uh, activity in uh, and around our listening areas. All right, let me go over to now the Holy Father. This is his Angelus message from Sunday. You know, Sunday was that beautiful... Uh, gospel of our Lord's being tempted by the devil, right? Well, Holy Father said to follow Christ's example when dealing with temptation to sin. Send the devil away or answer with the word of God, but never engage in debate. Holy Father said when being tempted by the devil in the desert, Jesus does not talk with the devil. Jesus responds to the devil with the word of God, not with his word. And the Holy Father noted that in times of temptation, one may start to debate with the devil about sin. And he said, never talk to the devil. Jesus does two things with the devil. He chases him away, or as in this case in the desert, he answers with the word of God. Be careful, Pope Francis warns, never dialogue with temptation, never dialogue with the devil. You know, the devil is a fallen angel, as you know, and he certainly is not more powerful than God, but he is of a super intellect. He's a lot smarter than we are. And so if you try to get into dialogue with him or debate him, he's going to win every time. He's, he's a lot smarter than we are. So Holy Father said, don't do that. Chase him away. Be gone, Satan. Or answer him with God's word, as Jesus did. And again, talking about our Lord's 40 days in the desert where he goes to fast after being baptized in the Jordan, there Jesus prepares to begin his mission. But at the end of the fasting, the devil comes and tries to tempt Jesus three times. The Holy Father said, even today, Satan bursts into people's lives to tempt them with enticing proposals. Now, we know there is no sin in temptation. Temptation itself isn't sinful. And we know, as the church teaches, temptations may come from the world, the flesh, and the devil, and usually in that order. We don't want to give the devil more credit than he's due. The world, the flesh, and the devil. That's how temptation comes. But it's not a sin to be tempted. But the Holy Father warns that even today, Satan will burst into people's lives to tempt them with his enticing proposals. The devil knows us. He knows our vulnerabilities. He knows our weak spots. Uh, he, he knows when we are most vulnerable at times in our life. 
and he knows exactly what to say and do to try to tempt us and entice us with these uh, ideas, thoughts, and actions. And Holy Father said, messages come from many directions inviting us to be tempted to experience the thrill of transgression. And the Holy Father explained that temptation tries to propose alternatives to God's way, suggesting there is no problem that God will forgive us or that something is not a sin. You know, the, te- the devil is the great tempter, and he's the father of lies. He's also the great accuser. You know, you know we've talked about this, where the devil will come to us and tempt us and give us reasons to commit the sin. It's not that bad. God will forgive you. In fact, it's not even a sin anymore. You know, whatever way he uses, you know you really want this. You know it'll make you feel better, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And he knows our weaknesses. He knows our vulnerabilities. And especially this time of year, I think. You know, my friends, this time of year, where so many of us are trying our best through prayer and sacrifice and almsgiving to live a holier life, to be drawn closer to God in a relationship with Christ. The devil hates that. He can't stand that. He can't stand that we're trying to become holy. There is an enormous spiritual battle being waged right now and has been for thousands of years, ever since the fall. And we're living in a time, as, as the Desert Father said, as, as uh, St. Anthony of the Desert once said, that we are living in a world having to deal with the devil unchained. And um, I have where, where my, little, my little area at home where I, I, I uh, sit at night in the evening. I have a pile of books there. I'm determined. <laughs> I don't think I'll get through them all. I'm going to have to pick and choose. But one is from last year that I wanted to read during Lent, and I didn't get to. Um, actually, two of them. One was Father Gabriel Amorth's uh, book on his life as an exorcist. And the other one was this little spiritual warfare manual from Dr. Paul Thigpen. So why would I want to be reading about the devil during Lent? Well, because we have to know our enemy. We have to know his tactics if we are going to be able to successfully do battle with him. And we don't go out looking for battles with the devil. But we know he comes after us, and he especially comes after us in those times where we're trying to get closer to God. He's not going to bother with people who are no threat to him or his kingdom. He will bother people like you and me who are an enormous threat to his kingdom because we're trying to live faithfully our discipleship. And that is a threat to his kingdom. This entire apostolate is an enormous threat to the kingdom of Satan. 
Do you know, and I, sh- I know many of you do know, I mean, I'm thinking, I said I've been doing this for 25 years, and again, none of this is through any merit of my own. We are just the instruments here. It's the work of God. It's apostolic work. But in the course of our time here, and, and, and I said I've been doing this for 25 years, but as far as the apostolate goes, the domestic church media has been in existence for 17 years. Our radio stations have been on the air since 2008. How many people have been changed by what they hear on the radio station? I get letters regularly from people how much the radio station means to them. Again, it's not about me. It's all for God's glory. But people are thirsting for this type of of media because they want to feel like there is a haven of hope here with their faith and in their faith to help them live a better life, to make them a more joyful person, to make them a better person, a holier person. And the devil cannot stand it. Can't stand it. You know, we've had, I, I, I probably should, I would say I want to write a book about our journey. I probably could have a little, a little addendum to that book on all of the troubles we've had <laughs> along the way, most of which I can attribute to uh, the old boy sticking his nose in my business here, trying to get in the way, trying to create obstacles and, and troubles and, and distractions. It's very real and very active. And the Holy Father explained that temptation tries to propose alternatives to God's way. The devil would like nothing better than for us to be drawn away from God's will for us. Holy Father said these give the feeling of self-sufficiency, that the purpose of life is its enjoyment. And, you know, we are God wants us to be happy. God wants us to enjoy life. But you enjoy life according to when you live it according to God's will. Holy Father said, all this is illusory. Soon we realize that the more we distance ourselves from God, the more we feel defenseless and helpless in the face of the great problems of existence. I think there's a, an enormous correlation, my brothers and sisters, between the statistics we're hearing about the numbers, especially of the younger generation right now, who are placing themselves in the category of the nuns, N-O-N-E-S. They have no religion, no faith. And their enormous displeasure with life. They're not happy people. They, They fall for the lie that the world and the things of the world will give them happiness. And, and it doesn't. You know, some of the happiest people walking in the face of the earth probably are some of the poorest people who don't have anything of the world. We can go back and I've, I've you know, to, to 2008, you know, the we went on the air for the first time with our first radio station here at 1260 AM on September uh, um, 15th, 2008. And that week, or within the week or two, was that big stock market crash. <laughs> and it was serious. A lot of people lost a lot of money. 
and and those who lost a lot of money, the rich people who lost some money, were very distraught because their entire life was centered on their money. There was a, that story of the gentleman in, in, in Great Britain who lost uh, something like $40 million in that crash, and he was so distraught that he threw himself in front of a train. But the, 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 the interesting thing is is that, yeah, he lost $40 million, but he still had $65 million in the bank. God rest his soul. God have mercy on his soul. We had a gentleman who had committed to us half a million dollars to help us in our work to get our first, uh, you know, to, to, to continue to build up the radio station. We were when we first uh, went on the air on twelve sixty. We were leasing this station. We we didn't we didn't own it yet. We had to raise the money to buy it. They wanted one point two million dollars for it. We had nothing basically, but we had a million. A gentleman who committed half a million dollars to it. When that crash happened, he called me and he says, "I can't. I just lost a lot of money. I can't do this for you." So we were distraught over that, obviously. But if you let the things of the world and become attached to them, let them let them control your life. Holy Father reminds us that that that's that's a temptation of the devil. That the more we distance ourselves from God, the more we feel defenseless and helpless in the face of the great problems of existence. He said. And then he prayed that the Blessed Mother, would, who crushed the head of the serpent, will help everyone during Lent to be vigilant in the face of temptations, not to submit to any idol of this world, to follow Jesus in the fight against evil. And so he called upon our Blessed Mother, because he's praying the Angelus. She who crushed the head of the serpent helps each one of us to be vigilant against the temptations and not to allow ourselves to submit to them. And to never get in dialogue with the devil. That's the, the theme of this particular talk. Don't debate him. Don't get into dialogue with him because you're not going to win. You're going to lose. Lose the debate. He'll trick you. To do what Jesus did, to, to, to tell him to go away <laughs> or answer just with the word of God. Temptations are real. They're, they're going to come. For as long as we, we live in this world, we will be tempted. The devil exists. He's very real. Hell exists. It's very real. And the devil wants to drag as many souls into the pits of hell as he possibly can. And especially when you're trying to live a holy life. That's why Lent, the 40 days of Lent that... We, we go through during this beautiful season is uh, a way for us to, to be united with Christ when he went into the desert where he fasted and prayed. And we're called to do the same during these 40 days, to fast in whatever way we can and to pray regularly. And of course, as we know, almsgiving, charity is another component of our Lenten uh, exercise. So that, as I said last week, last Wednesday, Ash Wednesday is already, oh, 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 it'll be a week tomorrow already. I don't know how <laughs> the time has gone, but 
you know, we're, uh, we're a full week into Lent. Have we been able to do the things we set out to do to this point? If not, well, you know, don't worry. Don't fret. There's still time. Pick yourself up and start all over again then. Don't let the devil tempt you into discouragement to just give up the whole thing. Well, I didn't keep my fast, or I didn't do this, I didn't do that. What's the, what's, you know, why, why bother? Don't let the devil tempt you to that. There's plenty of time. Just, again, pick, we're human. Pick yourself up, as they say, as the old song goes, and start all over again. The devil's always there. He's always, he's always there, right, and whispering in your ear, trying to get you to draw you away from God. So we have to avoid that. All right, my friends, I have just about, oh, about 40 seconds or so left here. Uh, just to remind you, please, uh, as we go through these days of March, again, we've placed our Radiothon under the patronage of St. Joseph, our spring Radiothon. We Are One Body will be April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. I guess it's four weeks from tomorrow, April 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Um, Bruce and I and Cheryl will be here and others. And I just ask you, please, to pray for us. Pray for success. Pray for us that we can raise uh, uh, the money that we need to operate these radio stations, this apostolate. We need to bring the Word of God out to as many people as possible on a regular basis, and we need this Radiothon to be successful. So please join me in that prayer. Okay, stay tuned now for uh, Cresta in the afternoon. Uh, I'll be with you again tomorrow, God willing. And until then, my friends, have a great rest of your day. My name is Jim Manfredonia. Thanks for listening. God bless you, and God love you.